oh, oh, hi. Remember this, this thing, the show? It's not a podcast, it's a show. <clears throat> yeah, well. So are we good again? Because I feel like we're getting good, aren't we? We're, we're vaxxed. Most of us are. Uh, just the morons aren't. I'm just going to tell you, the morons are not vaxxed. I, I don't believe it's real. I can put a magnet on my arm and it sticks there now. Like, get the vaccine. It, things are going, they're getting better. So get the vaccine. It's very, very simple. You know, I'm going to keep this one short. And uh, one of the main reasons is I don't want to go down any weird rabbit holes like I almost just started doing. I want to keep it positive. And the reason is the the folks I have on the show today, folks, plural, there's two of them. They're... they're all I get, they seem to be very happy people and they're very positive and they're very upbeat, uh, opposite of me. And, uh, you know, their, their episode, uh, was very positive and upbeat and a lot of fun. And I want to keep the intro that way too, because, uh, if they have people that want to listen to it on their end, I, I don't want to ruin it for them. <laughs> we're not going to talk about the nonsense going on in the world right now. We're just like, we're not going to do that on this one. We'll save that for the next one. Excuse me. However, I do have to point out that we did lose uh, a comedian actor great this week. And it it really bums me out. Charles Grodin, right? Really bums me out. And here's why. You know, I started watching movies with Charles Grodin in, uh, in the 80s. I was a young kid. And one of the first ones I ever saw was a movie called Seems Like Old Times. Now, it's not really a Charles Grodin movie. It's like Midnight Run was. It's more of a Goldie Hawn, Chevy Chase movie. Charles Grodin was just, you know, a co-star. But to me, he was the best. The guy had deliveries like I've never seen before. Dry, witty, perfect. That's all I could say. And as I grew up, you know, my sense of humor developed into something that was not slapstick. I didn't, I didn't walk around like, uh, like another great Dick Van Dyke who is kind of slapsticky and schlocky and sticky. And, and I'm, I'm not knocking it. He's amazing as well, but that wasn't my style. My style was Charles Grodin. It really was, you know, anybody who could give a look or say a word like, no, just like that. No. And, and get a laugh, I, I found like amazing, probably because it was minimal work for maximum result. And that was, that was very appealing to me at the time. But when I, when I see him on camera, he's not over the top. As a matter of fact, he's, he's so subdued and so, uh, almost like tranquilized in a way. Uh, and he still was able to, to perform and deliver some of the best lines in the best way. It's not that the lines were the funniest things you've ever heard. It was the delivery. And other people can write lines for you in Hollywood, but they can't deliver them for you. They can't say them for you. They can't do it in a way that takes those lines and elevates them, you know, a hundred percent. They can't. That's all on you. So Charles Grodin, my man, rest in peace. Remember that time we hung out? No. Right. Exactly. No. Because it didn't happen.
Yeah, we lost a good one. And uh, I, I'm I'm very bummed out by that. And I, and the, the thing is, there's none like him. So there's not another one who can, you know, just kind of step in and, and do that. Maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one. Maybe I'm the one that's going to pick up the mantle. No. Right. <laughs> exactly. So on today's show, I am, I'm very happy to, uh, to, to talk to these folks. And I didn't know it was going to be these folks. Okay. Uh, I reached out to one of them and you know, I'm, I'm not upset about it in any way. I think it turned out even better, but I reached out to one of them and I was like, Hey, you know, you, you know, here's, and I introduced myself. See, when I, when I talk to people that I don't know, you know, I still do the old school tactic of mm, introducing myself. <laughs> You know, and say, hi, how you doing? This is me. I have a show. This is what it's about. Here's an example. Blah, 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 blah. And this person uh, reached back out and said, yeah, we'd love to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. I, I, I kind of, I glossed over it and I'm like, we'd love to do it. Okay, whatever. And then as it got closer, uh, you know, he kept using the term, sure, we're looking forward to it. We'd love to do it. And I'm like, I think I'm pretty sure I got to put my deductive reasoning cap on. I'm pretty sure I'm interviewing two people and it's fine because they do a show and they do it together. So it makes sense, you know? So without further ado on today's show, it's our family plays games with Mikos. Oh God. Is it Miklos? Miko. See, I screwed it up just now. And Starla. Okay. Uh, I'm Brinsworth's dad. Jeez, that was a rotten intro, wasn't it? I apologize. Uh, <laughs> I apologize to you guys. Oh, God. Terrible. Terrible. But it's real, so we got we, we to gotta let it go. Terrible. Anyway, it was, a rad, uh, it was a rad episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's a lot of fun. It's a clean one. It's a clean one. So the littles can listen if they really wanted to. Um, yeah, enjoy it. Our family plays games on Brenzor's Dead. This there we go. Just gonna go ahead and talk over that intro because they they switched everything up on me and now uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do my own stuff here. Oh my goodness! They literally switched out. They they changed like the entire interface like in the last day or so. Oh man! Uh, I know. Well, my problem, right? <laughs> Should have known better. Hello, Starla, and I hope I am pronouncing this right. Miklos? Yeah, Miklos. You got it right. You got it right. Okay, because I was going to go with Carl if I got it totally wrong. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys? We're good. Doing good. Doing good. Well, this is a this is a first for me because um, I was not I. So I reached out to um, Miklos, and I've watched your show many times. And so, could I just call you Mick? Yeah, that's fine. Perfect. Um, I reached out to Mick and I'm like, you know, hey, I'd love to for you to be on the show. I watch your stuff and I think it'd be an interesting conversation. And then kind of in our in our correspondence, it was like, well, sure, we'll do it. We'll be there. And I'm like, I think we're having both on. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm happy to do that. That's great. But it's a first for me. Okay. okay. All right. So uh, how are you guys? <laughs> we're doing good. We're <laughs> you good. Do. <laughs> um. So are you out there in uh you're in Omaha? Yes, we're we in Omaha. Are. Yes. Yeah. How how are things in Omaha? And I mean that like is is 
is everything kind of coming down out there in terms of the pandemic and stuff like that? No. no. Um, just about to say, but you know, Jason, before we get into the show, we forgot to do our intro for your audience. We we live, right? We're doing we we, we recording, right? Yeah, we're we're live. Okay. Well, for those of you who don't know us, I'm Starla. I'm Mick. And we are our, our Fan Plays Games. Boom! Yeah. Yay! We always like to do that to let people know who we are. That's right. <laughs> I, I I totally understand. And uh, what we like to do on this show, this, this show's a little bit different. I think I, I tried to describe it in the letter I sent you guys. But, you know, I've been in the gaming industry for, you know, many years, since like 2003. Mm-hmm. And, you know, met a lot of people. And one of the things I noticed over the years, you know, going through shows and, uh, you know, just talking to quote unquote, you know, friends I've known forever. It's like we see each other at these shows like, you know, Gen Con or Origins or or whatever. And, you know, I, we see him in passing and, you know, we say, hey, how you doing? How's everything going? Great. And then, you know, it's a 20 second conversation that we're on our way. And it really started to occur to me over the years that like, I don't know a lot of the folks that I know. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. For real. And they don't know me. And, you know, it was funny because my, it's going to sound weird, but like my brand for many years has been like my hair. And so oh, okay. people, I know it sounds stupid, but it's, it's literally the truth. And, you know, people would say like, oh, Brenner, I don't know what it, and then they go, oh, the tall guy with the hair. Yeah. Okay. I got it. I know who you're talking about. And so it just got me thinking that, you know, I should do a show where we talk to people and instead of necessarily talking about, you know, what games they're working on or what games they're, you know, playing, let's get to know them a little bit better as opposed to, you know, what's the next, next project that they're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. We understand. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, but I do know you guys have a, uh, you know, you, your channel is what? 75 maybe episodes in right now. We're on 72. But okay. that's not including uh, the previews yeah. and reviews. But yeah. yeah, 72 episodes. Yes. Okay. Now, is 72 the one where you have the uh, McDowell shirt? <laughs> I think I no, don't no, no. know. No, 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 no. 72 no, no. is the recent one. Yeah, that's the recent yeah, one. Yeah. And you're not wearing McDowell. You're wearing something uh, else. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the noodles. You're wearing the noodles shirt. The noodles shirt. Yeah, yeah. McDowell was 71. Okay. All right. So it's the the Marichin, the cup of noodles yeah, one. Yes, yes, the noodles. Yes. <laughs> so the shirts have become kind of like the 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 other person on the show, folks. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I guess everybody I mean, loves I, I his just, shirts. I, I mean, I don't want people to concentrate on the shirts. I want them to concentrate on what we're doing. <laughs> but I mean, if that, that's just something I like to do, I like shirts. So yeah, I yes, hear you. He does. I mean the look the McDowell shirt like became an instant fan favorite. So yeah, I think yeah. I don't know. Maybe you guys should be getting a royalty on those or something. <laughs> How you know? But when I watch you guys on the show, and you know, well, uh, again, it's just our family plays games. We'll give you another mm-hmm. plug for it, right? Mm-hmm. So when we watch you on the show, um, one of the first things, and again, you know, I don't know you guys. <laughs> I've mm-hmm. ne- we've never. I don't. Well, I don't think we've ever met. Um, no. no. Okay. Well, I mean, the thing is when, you know, I say that because we go to all the, again, go to these shows and we meet, yeah. you know, thousands of people. And sometimes, you know, I, the memory banks aren't working as well as they used to. And I have had people on the show. I'm like, well, we've never met. And they're like, yeah, except for that one time when we did. Like, <laughs> well, that's cool. <laughs> I hope I wasn't a jerk. <laughs> um, but when you guys are on the show, 
you put, and this is what attracted me to you, like kind of continually watch your, your stuff. You have, uh, you have a chemistry that you guys have on screen, which is, it's fabulous. You guys are really, um, it seems very genuine. It seems very, you know, organic and you guys seem to really uh, like each other. So that's good. Yeah. Well, I hope so. We got to stay in this house together. So we really- 17 years with this guy. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, hold up now. Hold up now. Hold up. Like hold is up. pushing it. That's pushing it. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. You guys, have you guys oh, been married 17 years? Yeah. We've been married 17. Yes. yes. But been together. <laughs> almost eight, 18. 18. Almost 18. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, it is like. Yes, eighteen. Yeah, married seventeen. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I, I get it. it. Look, we, my wife and I, have been married for the. We just talked about it last night. We're going on it, this year. Will be twelve, and okay. uh, but we've known each other for like fifteen. We're like, oh, what do you want to do? I don't know. <laughs> I, I, you know. I don't know. Uh, watch you know, Jeopardy. Uh, but, but you said you know, like you know, the chemistry. So, uh, but when we we're kind of like inviting people into our home. And we just sit down and we just talk to, you know, folk that, you know, are friends, family or whatever. You know, that's what we do on yeah, our channel. And, we just and, talk. And the banter that you see going back and forth, we would do that whether we were at a con or yeah. in our living room. You know, Rick and I talk. If he says something, I don't agree with him. I'll say something or vice versa. And that's just who we that's are. Who we, that's who we are. What you see is who we are. That's how we yeah. get along. Well, it shows. And that's why I think, you know. A lot of people, there's a lot of different shows out there, right? And there's a lot of different choices that people have to give their time to. Mm -hmm. And when we come across something as fun uh, as what you guys are doing, uh, you know, people just gravitate to it and they watch it over and over. And that's probably why, you know, you're, you're 72 episodes in, you know, people want to come back and they see it. And it's, it's one of those, when I watch, here's the thing that popped into my head, you know, like I'm. Uh, what well, I'm 48 now. And so I grew up kind of in the eighties was my, was my heyday. Right. Yeah. And grew up watching, it was like the, the era of the sitcom, like the family sitcom was King right. back in those yeah. days, yeah. you know, family yeah. ties and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. We, we yeah. had all those too. We had that. We had all those. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you guys have like, you have kind of like a sitcom vibe going. <laughs> and I don't, I, that's a okay. great. <laughs> you know I haven't heard I mean? that one. <laughs> well, that's what came to mind. I'm like, boy, I, I, I want to live in that house for a little while. <laughs> well, you know, like we, you know, like we tell people, you know, we're, you know, you have the reviewers out there. You have the folk that teach games. You have the folk that talk about the news, the board games and stuff. We just want to give you some entertainment. Yeah. You know, we want to show you how fun it is to play these games, yeah. how cool it is to be in this hobby. You know, just have some fun and, and just talk about yeah, it. And don't take it so seriously, you know, just enjoy it. That's what it's for, if you'd enjoy it, you know? Now, what we do take serious is what the mission that we started with is, you know, trying to bring more diversity and inclusion. Mm-hmm. Now, that's what we're serious mm-hmm. about, you know? Sure. But other than that, you know, hey, let's have some fun let's with what we're fun. doing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it is games. And I mean, you know, I, like yeah, I said, I've worked. Now, do you guys, this is just your hobby, correct? Yes, this yes. is our hobby. Yes. It's a hobby. Well, okay. it's a business. It's a, a business, hobby. but it's a hobby. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. well it's, it's a hobby that's becoming a business. Right? Yes, yes, that's true. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you guys decide you wanted to even, oh, first of all, how'd you even, um, were you guys gamers growing up or, or how did you of even course. discover yeah. it? Yeah. 
We yeah. played all the classics, Life, Monopoly, Sorry, Clue. Right. And then I played some strange ones, you know, in the in the 80s, like, you know, King Kong, Tank Battle, Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. I played all those little, little kind of funky games. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We played so we all those, yeah. 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 So did, when you, like, I'm... Did you guys do like family game nights or because I mean, like, you know, we did games growing up as well, but it wasn't something that we did on the regular. You know, it was just it happened when I don't know, something went wrong. and We all had to be home for for a reason. And I'm not saying <laughs> that that was like a great excuse to do it. But, you know, it wasn't uh, we didn't huddle around the table on Tuesdays because that was our game night. You know, it just might have happened. And then there was like table flipping and someone would get mad inevitably. And it was <laughs> Well, no, we didn't have, in my household, and, and where I grew up, I'm an only child. So we didn't have family game night, but we would have events where the relatives would all come over. My mom was from a big family, so I had lots of cousins and aunts and uncles. So on the holidays, Christmas or Easter or whatever holiday we got together, somebody's going to pull out a deck of cards, some dominoes, and a board game. So right. those are the times we would get together and play. And it was quite often. I mean, every time there was some kind of get together, a Memorial Day, we get together, we're going to play games. So we always had games to play. And, you know, for me, I'm a single, I'm a, a only child too. And, you know, I had cousins. I have a pretty big family. And, you know, my mother would play with me sometimes, you know, and I'd bother and harass her till she plays with me. And most of the time she didn't want to, but she did. Uh, doing the mother thing. And then, you know, sometimes I had some friends that I played with. But then when I didn't, my mother didn't want to play too much and I didn't have really cousins or something around. I kind of gravitated toward, you know, uh, Dungeons and Dragons so I could play it in, in middle school because, you know, they were saying, hey, you don't really need a board or anything. You just have your imagination. So I did a lot of uh, RPG and in middle school, a little bit in high school. So that's where I kind of was getting a little deeper into the hobby. See, RPGs are my thing as well. They they always have been. Um, you know, it's fun <laughs> when, when D&D... Uh, you know, I still have, I've talked about it on the show a couple of times with a, with some other people. Like I still have my 1978 TSR original D and D set, you know, that was, I have, um, my, I have, episode, I have, uh, um, uh, what is that? The second edition. I still have my second edition, all three of them, all three of the boxes. <laughs> I still have them. Mine is that pink, sort of like pinkish purpley box with the big green dragon and the wizard dude on it. And it's the, the AD and D. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I TSR at the bottom. I have the red box. I have oh, you the have the red, red box. box. I know. Okay. Yeah. I know it's exactly which one you're talking about. Okay. Mine yeah. was like the pink one, yeah. uh, but I got, it was uh, like back in like 78 and you know, I would sit there and I would look through like, just, I was kind of fascinated by the whole thing. I didn't, to be fair, I didn't play with anybody. I didn't have friends who played. My parents certainly wanted nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. But, you know, here at 78, I was six years old. <laughs> I was six. Oh, wow. And it was like, I would open the box. And first of all, when the first time I saw a non-six-sided die, I, yeah. I was like, well, I, I don't care what the rest of this is. The fact that there's a tr- little pyramid triangle die in my hand and it's part of this game somehow, that's all that matters. I didn't care if I was doing it right. I didn't care if I was uh, completely screwing up. I just wanted to roll those things and look at monsters and you know do the bit. And that really, for me, kicked off pretty much like a lifelong love of, I, I love RPGs, but I also, I mean, like video games, if it's an RPG, I'm in. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, that's same here to me. Yeah, that's me oh, too. Yeah, I, I and and to be fair, you know, this last year it's been a lot, uh, a lot tougher in the for you know like 
game days or, or playing mm. anything with friends. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've tried to indoctrinate my kids into, cause <laughs> they're like nine now they're, they're both nine years old and, uh, I'm trying to get them like to come over to the RPG side a little bit, but it's a little bit, it's, it's not working out as planned so far. Oh man. Well, see me, you know, I kind of, when college came, I was, uh, I didn't do D and D anymore, but then I started doing the star Wars RPG and uh, RPGs. Mm-hmm. So I did that a little bit in college, but right after college, I kind of fell out. And then, you know, when I got with Starla, then I started going back into board gaming and that's when I kind of stayed with board gaming. Okay. Yeah, well, where did, uh, so where did you guys, where'd you guys grow up? Go Mick, tell me where you grew up. Oh, we're both from Houston. We're both from Houston. Yeah, well, you're from both Houston. from, okay. So you're both from, yeah. okay. So, and then it looks like you moved around a little bit. Um, yeah. went to, so I, I know you have some fondness in your heart for Seattle. Oh God. We, yes. we love Seattle. Yes. We, yeah. after we got married, we went to Seattle. Um, after I graduated college, I spent time in Seattle and then I moved back to Texas and married this guy over here. <laughs> and I told him I want to go back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to go. I he said, you got to find, find a job first, then we'll he, go. He was a diehard mm-hmm. Texan. Yeah. Didn't want to leave Texas. And so he put the challenge out there. You got to find a job if you want to yeah. go. Yeah. So Because I just want to go back. I was like, we'll find a job. we get there. Right. So he put the challenge out there. Within 30 days, I'd gotten a job offer, and we were on the road to yeah, Seattle. We were in Seattle. <laughs> and then I just fell in love with, with Seattle. I mean, you know, it was just a beautiful place. Just a beautiful place. Now, high, Now the, the rent is high. I mean, the, yeah, the, the pay. The pay, yeah, the, you know. The, the pay, but the pay matches the rent. The pay matches the rent, but it's True. still, yeah. it's a lot. It's, it's, it's expensive it's out the there. It's expensive. Also, but but expensive. once I got him out of Texas, then he was open to going yeah. anywhere. Because, I I mean, I'm a, I'm a Texan, but I like moving around. I like yeah. being able to see other places and that experience of living other places. Well, I don't mind it now. No, you don't. You know? I have to get you out of Texas. Once yeah. I did that now, you'll <laughs> yeah. go anywhere. And then, That's how we wound up in Omaha. <laughs> and then we ended back in, in Houston. We came, we went back to Texas and went back to Houston for a little while. And then we said, oh, don't like this place no more. <laughs> and then we said, let's find somewhere else to go. So, you know, we found... And we got a job in uh, Nebraska, Nebraska and packed it up. Yeah, we didn't know we were going to be in Nebraska. No, but, but when the offer came through, we took it. Yeah, we took it. <laughs> and we were in Omaha, and we fell in love with it. We love Omaha. Didn't know Omaha. we were going to like yeah. it, though. No, we, we didn't we know. Really, I said, Nebraska, Nebraska? Are you Omaha? Are you serious? What's in Omaha? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But we, we, we love it. That was yeah, my next it. question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we love it. I mean, so it's it's funny because, like, you know, I'm in San Diego. And, yeah. Uh, oh, God, or, I love San Diego. Oh, San Diego is beautiful. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> but it's beautiful to look at. It, you know, you it's true. It You know, you, you can't complain about the weather. But, you know, I've been here yeah. for 40 years. And, mm-hmm. you know, I I was I was born on the East Coast and moved uh, to a couple of places on the way out to, you know, California. But I've been here forever. And, <clears throat> you know, recently... My wife and I have been talking. She has family in Oklahoma. She's got um, some ties in other places. And we're like, you know, with the way that the the property values out here have been going nuts lately. And we're like, you know, is now the time? Uh, do we, you know, pack up? Because, you know, we could sell where we are and then go, you know, head east and, you know, buy something outright and just kind of live that life of, you know, you know, whatever, you know, maybe yeah. get some like uh, a, a house on a lake or, mm. you know, something along those lines. And we're like, you know, we kind of want to, but yeah, you know, 
it's it's weird. I'm I'm ready to go. I think I am ready to go because California has become. I don't know. It's it's not um, it's not as amazing as it was like three years ago. It just okay. a lot of stuff has changed. But I don't know. I, I mean, you know, it was part of me was like maybe we go to Montana, you know, and like, get a lot of land. You know, it's I don't know. Well, it sounded attractive. Out, to me. Know, what's making you stay? You yeah. know, and that's what I was telling me. What's making us stay? The first time we left. What's making you stay? We can come back and visit family. They're not going anywhere. Let's take this adventure. And once we got out of Texas and, and got to Seattle. He loved it. And so when we got the opportunity to come to Nebraska, he's like, okay, let's give it a shot. If we don't like it, we can always go. You know, yeah, we, yeah. I, I love that, that you don't have to stay. Sometimes people make themselves, they tie themselves down. But I have to be here for this person or for that person. No, you got to live your life. Yeah. And I think we're kind of, you know, we're sort of in that boat. I mean, you know, we love it here. We're, you know, our, you know, we love the weather and we love our, we love our immediate area. Let me put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> We've been here forever. You know, we can go somewhere else, kind of start, like you said, like a little bit of a new adventure. The kids are young enough to where, yeah. you know, it's not going to disrupt, you know, something. But, you know, I don't know. We're, we're still here and, you know, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not going to complain about San Diego. But, yeah. you know, like you said with Seattle, it's it's expensive expensive to live yes. here yeah and yeah. you know it's it's not going it's it's not going to go the other way anytime soon no 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 so but i have been uh you know i i do agree i've been to seattle probably like 10 times for mostly for work quite frankly you know go up there for um for business or what have you mm-hmm. and i'm telling you i have i have never had a better a uh, cup of chowder in my life than I have down at the pier <laughs> at the, there's a place called the steelhead diner down there at, at, at on the pier. And it was just uh, the best, but there's another place and you probably know it. If I mention it, you might know it. You, you guys have to be familiar with like the whole, um, was it the Pike's place or whatever it's called? Oh, down God, there? Yes. Oh, God, okay. Yes. Yeah. There's a place and I, I found it when I went to a PAX back in, I want to say like 2006 it's a little tiny Russian bakery. Okay. It's right next to the, that first Starbucks that's down there. Mm-hmm. And the place mm-hmm. is called Poroshki Poroshki. Have you ever heard of this? Place? I, I, I've seen it, but never went into it. Yeah. Cause oh it was right God. next door to the original Starbucks, but I never went into that. But I've it, seen it. Yes. It's right. Exactly. It's right next door. Yeah. It's right and next door. It's one of those places where they just sell like baked goods, but it's, it's, I think, you know, because it was, like I said, it's a Russian-owned place. It, was, it, was, it goes back like it's a family-owned thing, goes back generations. It was all about, like, dock workers um, getting, like, a big hearty breakfast, but, like, kind of stick-to-your-bones kind of food that would last mm-hmm. you through the day. So, of course, it works for a show, right? Yeah. So, we go down there, and if you are not in line by, like, 6.30 in the morning, you might as well just not go. Because Whoa. if you have somewhere to be, if you have somewhere to be by like nine thirty, ten o'clock, you're not going to make it if you, if you get there any later, because the line just gets enormous, you know? Mm. And oh, if you ever go back, it's right there. You know exactly where it is. Mm-hmm. Take a walk down there in the morning and nice and cool and crisp and everything and get like just one of their, it, it's like one of those like pastries, stuff with potatoes, stuff with cheese, stuff with sausage. Mm-hmm. Okay. Could not, it's called Poroshki Poroshki. It's um, just incredible. Trust yeah. me. Now you, Trust you went to a, a Russian bakery in. It was it was on Broadway though. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's you, you went to Broadway. Broadway. Yeah, you went to I don't know Broadway. if it's still there. That was in Capitol Hill when I uh, lived in Capitol Hill. So, 
I don't know if it's still Yeah, but you're you familiar with those oh, Russian yeah, bakeries. I, yeah, I love Perovskis. They're good. Oh, you love Perovskis? Mm-hmm, oh, okay. Good. Yeah. It, it's good. <laughs> I can't. I, I, yeah, I, I can't didn't do all that. I didn't go to Russian bakeries. <laughs> now, I like I, what was down at Dick's. What was that? Uh, that's, well, that's not in Pikes Place Market. That's Dick's. That's in like, Dick. Capitol Hill, too. Yeah, that's in Capitol yeah. Hill. Dick's. Mm-hmm, Dick's yeah. Burgers. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hmm. So, are you, so let me ask you this. Um, one of the things that I saw the other day that f- just fascinated me because I really want to give it a shot, but I've never, I've, n- I've never personally done it. As a matter of fact, when I was younger, um, you know, I mean, in your twenties, you're probably not making the best choices ever. And, you know, you turn your nose up at certain things. And for me, I was offered some opportunities early on to kind of do some, uh, go to some Ren fairs and do things <laughs> like that. And, you know, again, I was like me being an idiot, I was like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm way too, I'd, I'd rather just, you know, do anything but that. And now, you know, things have changed dramatically and I'm like, that would be kind of a fun thing to maybe take the kids to. And I saw the other day, you know, you had, <laughs> you had posted the coolest picture of you and, and, and your son, Dressed up for the rent for you gotta tell me how was it, man? Oh, it was oh, great. We had so great. much fun. Oh yeah. my goodness, we had fun. And and I'm just glad that he likes to do it because I love dressing up. I've always loved dressing up. And 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 he said, you know, hey, I want a suit. And I'm like, what? So, you know, we got him a suit, and <laughs> I think he just loves it for the swords. But you know, <laughs> you know, he loves to dress up. I Take love what you to can get. Up. Yeah, yeah, I love to dress up. But we just got to get Starla to dress up, and she finally relented. After this Ren Fair, said I'm going to start dressing up myself. So I'm like, hey, that's a bonus there. That's a bonus. <laughs> so you, you didn't you didn't dress up for this one, Starla, but you're going to do no, it for the future. I, I'm not really a costume person. When Grant <laughs> was little, uh, we would get him costumes for Halloween, and Mick would always be the one to dress up. <laughs> I dress. He up. had a Roman type outfit. He would dress up with Grant every Halloween. I would never dress up because I'm not really a costume person. <laughs> but they were like, uh, you got to get one. You, you got to get one. Like, Okay, so the next one we go to, which I think we're going with a couple of friends, probably down to Kansas City. The next one we go to, I will be dressed up. This yes, time. yeah. <laughs> what are you going to dress up as? Oh, uh, it's it's a, a maiden outfit. I think yeah, it is. she's just going to be uh-huh. we're, we're House Fitch, and she's going to be the the lady of House yeah, Fitch. Lady yeah, lady House. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't want one that was too elaborate and too hot. I want something light and cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hear the too hot because, like, once you're there, you're like, I don't know, what? It's too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's funny. Um, you know, growing up, I, I was never, I was never really like a Halloween person. Um, it just, not, it was one of the things. Like, I went out on Halloween and I did my bit with you know my friends or whatever. But it wasn't like part of my DNA where you know, come uh, June, I'm starting to think about you know Halloween or start decorating for it, and. Mm-hmm. But once we had, once we had the kids, right. And, you know, their first year or two, you know, we put them in a costume when they were, you know, like a year old and they were miserable and all that. But as they got a little bit older, obviously it became like a thing. And the neighborhood we live in now, see, and part of it is because the neighborhoods I grew up in were not like amazing Halloween neighborhoods. And you've seen those amazing Halloween neighborhoods, right? We just didn't live. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, like the ones where you just like every it's just, you know, it's like a nightmare before Christmas, like you know, Tim Burton came and, you know, did the did the neighborhood. Well, you know, we moved over to the house we're living in now. We've been here for about seven years and it's a, you know, it's a it's kind of an enclosed neighborhood. It's it's its own little thing. And uh, the first year we were here, we moved in in, you know, March that October, like it was nuts, like 
Hall- Halloween was enormous here, apparently. And I've never seen anything like it. So, but so of course, you know, like I have to dress up now. So I've been sucked into the, the dress up world, at least at Halloween, you know? Yeah. And, but it's fun. You know, we, we enjoy doing it with the, with the boys and everything, but I haven't taken it to the, to the Ren fair level. So let me ask you this though. When you go to the Ren fair, like what's, I, I, like, what are you doing there? Well, you just you just go on and just seeing all the you know vendors and mm-hmm. looking at the shops, looking and at the all shows. the the shows, yeah, the, you know the jousting, jousting, you know we saw, we saw a magician, yeah, they had some fire uh, throwers and twirlers, and so there are lots of little shows you get a chance to see. Now, see the one here in Nebraska, it's you know, it, it's, it's really nice, but it's small because in comparison. you know, in comparison to where we come from Texas. in Texas, <laughs> you know, they have the Texas Renaissance that it's that huge. thing that thing starts in October and doesn't end like until like after almost Thanksgiving like after Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yeah. so it's there it for, runs like six weeks yeah it's there forever so and they have different themes for like each weekend and and it's oh, like wow. a huge it's a huge layout you know it's, it's almost mm. like its own little medieval city so you know we, that's what we're used to in Texas yeah but here this one was about a third of the size yeah a third of Texas, size but it was still like, fun it was, it was still a lot fun. Of fun yeah friendly people we had a blast yeah. now the one in Texas you go for the food because there's Tons, Tons of food, of food vendors. Yeah. The there one in Alaska, not so much food, you know. But we we did have fun looking at the shops yeah, and all yeah, the different um, yeah. shows and stuff. Yeah. So the what? So it's kind of like just like an afternoon thing. You go and mm-hmm. you hang out and yeah, you yeah. do the okay. So but you're I, just I, in character with everybody. Yeah, else. It's an amusement park yeah. without the rides. Yeah, <laughs> but you're in character with everybody. Sure, sure. May, I, the, and like I said, it seems like something. When I saw the picture uh, of you guys, I was like, well, see. <laughs> <laughs> I got, like I want to do, whereas I did not have any desire to do anything like that uh, prior. Now, of course, you know, you're a parent. You, I, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's weird how the switch flipped when you, be, when, at least for me, when I became a parent, I was like, well, like, I, I don't know. I, I want to do stuff now that, you know, I never, ever wanted to do prior. I, I don't think I'm saying anything that any other parent has, has never said, but yeah. it is true that like a switch just kind of flips when, when, you know, those kids are born. So how did you guys, think, uh, what's I that? think I had no switch. Cause I've been always, no, that's I, always been, you, yeah, that's so. always been me. Yeah. I don't you know. <laughs> I'm just glad that Grant is doing it with me. You know, I'm just happy. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the thing. And I mean, like I've always been, you know, my thing has always been like, I've, I've always been into, you know, I've, been in like a toy collector, you know, actually I never kind of grew out of that. I've always been a sci-fi nerd, always been into fantasy. That's, that's never changed. But then when it came to like wanting to go do a thing, um, that's where I was like, "Eh, I don't know. (laughs) You know, I don't know. But now that like the kids are around, we kind of want to do more of those activities. And now then, like I said, when I saw the picture of you guys, I was like, it just looked cool. It just looked fun. You guys looked awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. And you do, you do kind of feel like you hit the jackpot when, I don't know, your son or your daughter wants to kind of be involved in those things, you know? That's true. Least, That's true. That is um, true. Well, and like right now, mine are the age they're nine where, you know, we're still cool to them. Like we're still, <laughs> their world. 
And I, I'm I'm not looking forward to the time when that will change. And I hope it doesn't, but I don't it's know, gonna inevitably. Change. It's going to change. Yeah, just, it's going to change. Yeah, yeah. It's going to change. Well, yeah, that sucks. <laughs> I'm going to be like, honest. <laughs> you, you're going you're gonna to be more of a hindrance than, than cool. Yeah. yeah let's well, see. It's going to happen somewhere around 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well, no. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There you go. Well, I'll just I'll just get new ones at that point, and you know, and start. Well, because like right now, like we're having like a really, really they're at that age. We're having a really yeah. good time, but as as they get older, I think you know we're gonna have a different good time. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. like we could, you know, when they were three, it was fun too, but it wasn't the same kind of fun we're having now. That's so, true. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. At some point, I want to take them. Have you guys ever? Um, have you guys ever been to San Diego Comic Con? No, no, but we, I would love to go, and I know Grant would love to go because it's it's man that that would be the ultimate. That would be the ultimate. Do, do you like crowds? <laughs> do, uh, do you like a whole lot of people? I do. I like crowds. Starlet don't. Cause, I'm not a big crowd. I mean, yeah. I will go places with crowds because we go to events. It's not my favorite. Yeah, <laughs> it's not right. Because well, I, I think we're gonna we're gonna try to make it to Gen Con. Maybe we don't know. We're trying to see how things fall. Yeah. Uh, you know fall out but you know i said if we do go it's go- it's not gonna be the gen con that we know now the gen con that we know next time starla was like "Ooh, you know because it's, it's a huge crowd yeah. right right oh i agree I, I mean have you guys have you guys been to gen con before no no, no. Oh, you, you've never been no. Oh. No, we, we haven't been to any cons outside no of big Texas ones. Yeah, until no big we moved ones. to Nebraska. Yeah. So oh, we've always okay. done the small local cons in Texas, yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm um, I'm telling you, so Gen Con <laughs> um while big, uh we, you know, it's a big show. It's like, you know, sixty five, seventy thousand people. Um yeah. it's spread out nicely. There there are still times during Gen Con and and it's very different going for fun than it is going to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very different experience because there, there are many times when, like, for example, there's always like a, a bard that plays, you know, somewhere outside the entrance and it, it garners a big crowd or, or even better example would be like during day three of Gen Con, they do this big costume parade and it kind of takes you through the whole, you know, uh, inner workings of the convention center and all that. And it's really neat. And there's like, you know, thousands of people that are watching because it's a long thing and it's fun to watch. Like I said, if you're there for fun, yeah. but if you're there to like make that three fifteen meeting, that, <laughs> that is a, a, a distance away from where you might be. And you have to try to figure out a way around the parade. It becomes a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little and different I, experience. And I think what we're doing now Mainly, probably all the cons that we go to will probably be a mixture of both. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is going to be my recommendation: is if you're gonna go and you can, you know, may if you if you have the time and you can you can make it work, um, you know, it just carve out some time for you guys to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. You know, as opposed to just being there for a meeting or for you know for whatever it is you're doing for maybe the show or or any other you know business. Um, carve some time out for yourself because Gen Con is, I, I mean, I've, I think I've been to about uh, close to 20 at this point. Woo, and wow. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I, I don't know if there's going to be a 21st. Um, I would like to go back. I would like to go yeah. back because there's a lot of uh, things that I think I could do. Anyway, I, I would like to go back again 
but it is like, I don't know what to expect this year. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, yeah. I, I don't think Gen Con's going to be on my list for this particular calendar year, but I'm thinking maybe 2022. I'll, I'll, I'll. Definitely 2022 and, and all the others, you know, uh, you know, Origins, I don't know. It's, you know, it's kind of touch and go for all of them, really. I think this year is just no. iffy still. I, yeah, I really, it's iffy, yeah. Very much so. Very I, I really do. Um, and have you guys gotten your, uh, have, have you guys taken your shots? Yes, 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 yes. yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, same here. We did a one and done. We we are, uh, what was that? Uh, J&J. Johnson and J&J. Johnson. J&J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my wife got the J&J. I got the, I'm Team Derna. And, okay, uh, Team Derna. Okay. But no, we're all good too. And like, even still, you know, like I got my shot, my, my two weeks after my second dose is like next week. So after next week, I'm, you know, whatever, free and clear. But like, I'm still wearing masks. You know, I'm we still going to wear. We wear masks. Yeah, because yeah. they've yeah, got I, different strains out there, so we don't know right what, what strain they show. Yeah, up. you know, Grant uh, Grant is Team Pfizer because that's all the teenagers can have. Yeah, he gets his right. second shot next week. Yeah, he too. gets his second shot coming up. But you know, we still advise him and all of us. We in this family, we still wearing masks. Yes, you know, same, same, same here. And you know, it's funny because. You know, I'm, I don't want to go down the rabbit hole of all the nonsense about not wearing a mask, but I'll tell yeah. you one thing I really do enjoy. The nice side effect I've noticed about this last year, never even sneezed. That's right. Yes, no cold. <laughs> no right. cold. Yeah. I was talking to a lady at work today and she was talking about, you know, wearing masks because she has her vaccine as well. And she was and she was saying, oh, you know, I don't know why people wouldn't want to do this because I was saying, I don't understand why they wouldn't want to uh, get a vac- vaccine because it, it protects you. You don't know what's out there. You can't see it. So get the vaccine. And then I said, the plus is that I haven't had a cold or the flu or anything right. because I wear my mask. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, come 2024, this guy's wearing a mask. <laughs> like, I'm serious. Yeah. I was telling my wife, I'm like, I don't see a downside. I just don't I see, don't a, see downside. a downside. Not a downside. No. no downside at all. And and by the way, shaking hands just went out the window. That's yeah. done. Yeah. You do fist bumps. Fist bump. Touches. <laughs> fist bump and a mask and i am in heaven that's yes. it yeah well it's funny so like you know gen con has like i said about 60 70 000 people and you know it's it's nice because there's a lot of uh a lot of room for those people in terms of uh to spread out or whatever but then when it comes to san diego comic-con oh yeah oh yeah. oh my god oh, oh my yeah. god first of all i will tell you living in the living in this town the convention center is too small. <laughs> it is not big enough. So typically they get about 150,000 people at San Diego oh, Comic-Con. Right? Yeah. I'm not I selling mean, it to Starla. Trust me. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but we see it, you know, we follow all the, you know, the different, you know, um, you know, coverages that they have for it. You know, we see what's going on, you know, cause we, we love comic books. We love all the, you know, the movies and stuff We're mm-hmm. you know, so, team Marvel. you know, team Marvel, love we like Marvel. seeing yeah, that. Same here. And, you know, we love seeing all the stuff that's going on. So we do see the coverage and I, you know, I might pop in to see Kevin Smith act a fool about it. You know, he covers most of the stuff, but you know, it's, it's, it's really, we know it's huge, you know, it's, no, it's huge, but right. it's, it's kind of strange because we don't really see how board games are in there. Cause I know they do, you know, pop culture all day long every day, but I guess there's a little bit of board gaming in there. Well, uh, okay. So to, to answer that, um, board game is funny because when when I was with Upper Deck, uh, you know, being that we're uh, we're a San Diego company, we'd always go yeah. to Comic Con, 
And the problem is with Comic-Con is one of those rare beasts. And and you could, like, I, I've watched all, a lot of the coverage as well. I've like yeah. all the live streams that are going on during the show for parts that, like, you know, you can't be at. I like to watch and see yeah. what's going on. Yeah. And it's such a different beast to watch it and then be there because when you're there on the, in the show floor, it's, it's like everybody has horrible attention deficit disorder because there's a, (laughs) there's a billion things happening all at once. And what we found is you cannot do a game demo at San Diego comic-con. You, you just cannot. You can say we sell games and, and there's some over there you can look at, but to get someone to come and sit and sit down for even, I, I would say two minutes is a stretch. And it's, Whoa. what can you do? In t- it, well, because like you, they sit down for two minutes and all of a sudden like there's, there's, a, there's a giant Marvel announcement happening somewhere. People yeah. are like, well, later. Yeah. <laughs> your, your legendary game is a lot of fun, but there's Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah. you know? I mean, just like I think when it goes to you know Hall B or something like that, the the, the famous hall where all the hall stuff H. happens. Huh? Hall H. Yeah, hall hall H, H is the the one with all the movie panels and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so yep. you know they talk. Oh, something's going on at Hall H, and you're like, oh my god. So you know, yeah, I, you know, it'd be hard for me as a board gamer that you know I love the hobby. You know, I'll have to get up too. I'm like, wait a minute now. You know, they <laughs> they talking about uh you know the Marvel team doing something. You know. Well, and the and the funny thing, there really isn't, and I, I don't want to discourage you in any way, shape, or form, but there really is not a board game presence at Comic Con. Yeah. Um, and in there, like maybe like after hours, you could find some stuff, but in terms of on the like the kind of the exhibit hall, it's all going to be vendors of yeah. every toy under the under the sun. And, you know, very little comic books, uh, which is completely ironic. There's like one main comic book vendor there. And then the rest is just everything Hasbro, everything Entertainment Earth, everything yeah. like kind of like the the bigger companies. And you mentioned Hall H. Hall H is such a beast on its own. Yeah. Because typically um, Friday and Saturday are the two days where Hall H really thrive because you know people don't do much on day one you know stars aren't coming in but they're there for friday and they're there for saturday and then sunday's another low day people will camp out overnight like you can't just walk into hall h you have to be there overnight maybe get a lotto ticket so then you can maybe get a spot to get into hall h and then if you're in there and you leave you cannot come back oh wow wow (laughs) that's (laughs) comic-con It's it's nuts, guys. It's crazy. Oh, but, but I still want to. I still want to go because I still love you know the superhero shows, the, the sci fi shows, and that's where all you find out all about the movies and stuff coming out. So yeah, I still love it though. It is true, and like I said, I'm not trying to to turn you off. It's 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 one of those things that I always tell people. It's a once in a lifetime thing you have yeah, to experience. Yeah, yeah. You have to experience it because it's you and 150 thousand of your closest friends, and you will be close. <laughs> you, you will be close with them for four days and we'll get to know them. But that's cool. You know, that is it, cool. It is. I mean, it's, 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 it's just a thing you gotta, you have to witness firsthand to believe it. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And if yeah. you get out, if you get out alive, more power to you. <laughs> so are you guys, uh, are you guys up on, I mean, you mentioned Marvel a couple times. Uh, I mean, Marvel's just running the world now, isn't it? I mean, there's yeah, nothing better. Yeah. They're good though. 
Yeah, we have fun. Yeah, they, yeah. they put out the best shows, the best movies. <laughs> they really do. They really do. I mean, we're we're a Marvel family. We're an MCU family. As a matter of fact, yeah. uh, we've started watching just again uh, this last week. Like we've already seen everything, and but now we're going to do on Disney Plus. They have the um, the MCU in timeline order, and so now we're watching that. Oh, okay. So, so they have it just basically not in the order they were released or phases, but it's like, well, uh, like the the first movie was Captain America. The second movie is actually, actually Captain Marvel, right? And so mm-hmm. they're they're doing it in order like that. So we're we're now watching it. And the kids are you know they love it and you know that. And I'm I'm a Star Wars guy. Have been yeah, I was, for. I'm a Star Wars guy too. Yeah. Oh God, my man. So <laughs> well, now so with Star Wars. Uh, and look, I'm not trying to be rude, but how are you old enough to have, uh, you know, been around in the seventies when star Wars was a thing or, you know, is, has it, I saw it in the theater when I was five. So that's the only reason I ask. It's been part of my life forever. Well, Jason, I was, uh, I'm a little bit older than you and I was in line to see it in 1977, the first one in Houston. And I still remember the theater I went to and everything. Yeah. You don't look older than me. You look, wow, that's, well, good for you because you don't look it. That's why I asked. I'm like, I don't, I don't, I feel like you're younger. So no, no, I was, I was older and, uh, and me, my uncle took me to see it. And, and when I saw it, it was, I love it first sight. Right. Well, it's funny. Yesterday I did a show for May the 4th and I'm like, if I don't do a Star Wars show today, it's never, I mean, it's not going to happen. But, you know, I was saying that, Star Wars became, like you just said, it was instant. There was something about, and this has never happened to me since. I got to be very honest with you. Um, when I saw that movie in the theater, again, at five, uh, something just, something flipped. And I was like, whatever this is that I'm witnessing, that I am part of right now, I need more of it in my life. Somehow, some way, whether that's seeing the movies or the movie again, because who knew, right, at the time. But, you know, for me at that time, it became I need like the I need I need to be in the ecosystem with the action figures and stuff like that. I need to have that in my life. And that's that's never gone away, quite frankly. At least for me, I don't know how I don't know how it was for you. Well, no, I you know, it just, you know, after that movie, I got all the books. I got all it just everything I could get for Star Wars because I just love you know, sci-fi and, and able to, you know, see that world of, you know, it's good versus evil and, you know, the, the rebels trying to, you know, destroy the bad guys. I mean, I just, I love it. And I've loved it ever since. So yeah, I just love it. I, I agree. And, and Starla, what about you? Not a fan. No, she, she, she <laughs> is, she is straight Star, Star Trek. Trek. Aren't you? She's Star Trek. I, I love Star Trek. Yeah. Star Trek is my favorite I've I've always watched the '60s show in reruns. I love Captain Kirk, uh, Spock, the whole crew, Uhura, Uhura, Uhura. And I, Uhura. I got, so I, I'm not a Star Wars. No, person. yeah, I'm I'm Star. Me and me and my uh, me and Grant, we're Star Wars. Yeah, because like we just we celebrated the Fourth by watching the Bad Batch. So you know, so hey. did we. Yeah. So did we, and it was it was amazing. We uh, the, it was. You, the boys wanted to watch it. I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> of yeah, course. Definitely. We are. There's not. There's no way we're not watching a Star Wars thing. I don't care yes. what it was. But Bad Batch, great day. Um, well, it's funny. I'm. I'm also a big Trekkie. To be totally honest, I'm a huge Star Trek fan. Um, uh, so in for me though, it's funny. 
the thing I like the least, and I like everything Star Trek. I am I am not very uh, picky when it comes to you know a- anything in in that whole entire universe. But I'm I'm my least favorite is probably the original show, and I just I didn't grow up with it, and I watched it probably in the '80s. I think is probably when. Yeah. But but for me, the next generation was when it really hit home. That whole thing was that whole run was at the time because I was like a sophomore in high school and it wasn't really cool. Nerd stuff wasn't cool yet. <laughs> Believe me. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. if I wore my like Zelda t-shirt in, in high school, that would have been bad for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So when I was watching Star Trek, it was a very, you know, it was a very personal experience. It was very private. It was very like closeted. Like I, I, I better not talk about this, but it was something that, I loved and I watched it for, you know, all I think it was on for like nine years or something like that. But um, what's your kind of go to Trek stuff? If you, you know, if you have to sit down and watch some Trek, what is it for you? I like the old episodes. I love the movies. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the movies with uh, William Shatner. I love those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she's old school. I like the old school. I like all, I, you know, Star Trek. I can watch it all. You know, I, yeah. I was watching Discovery this last season. Because the uh, the first two seasons, eh, it was okay, but but Discovery this last season was pretty good. I enjoyed it. I'm not caught up yet. I've I've watched one and two. I haven't watched three yet. Yeah, so three is pretty, pretty. Three is pretty good. Three is pretty. I, good. I enjoyed. I, I I agree with you. I thought one was a little. It was kind of all set up-y, and it was kind of good. I thought two was pretty good, um, but I haven't gotten into three. I have to I have to wait for my wife because I know she. If I watch it without her, it's going to end bad for me. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, but you know what's funny. I, I didn't enjoy the fir- the original series, Starla, but the movies, the or- like the original six um, movies with the original crew, yeah. I I hold so dear to my heart. And the reason is like those kind of came out as I was growing up, though. You know, whereas the original series, I was so after the fact, and I'd already started wa- kind of getting into the next generation, and it was kind of hard going backwards. But those movies, as a matter of fact, the only day in high school I ever ditched on purpose was because I went and saw Star Trek for the voyage home. Oh, it's the, okay. yeah. the only time, only time ever. And it was completely worth it, by the way, but whatever. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I'm a huge I, I you know, look, I like both. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. like both. But like Star Wars is kind of where I hang my my hat at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's so, cool. That is cool. Well, you know, I mean, nerd stuff is cool. <laughs> I mean, that's all there is to it, man. I mean, you know, uh, you know, it's 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 become a cultural phenomenon, and uh, you know, it's about you know, it's about darn time. Let me put it that yeah. way. It it really yeah. truly is, and you know, I, it. I, I think um, you know, stuff like D and D has become more mainstream. Magic: The Gathering is pretty mainstream, but quite frankly. Uh, board games as a whole have become very mainstream because when I got into the business, um, certainly there was no, uh, anything on the shelf at target or Walmart. Never, you know, and that's true. That's true. That was, that was a big part of, I saw that entire space grow, um, over the years and, you know, got to work with some really fun people who put stuff in those aisles. And, uh, you know, it was, you know, I'm, I'm glad to see that happening. I mean, it's just it's amazing how Target has really just, you know, grabbed hold of the hobby and just started bringing stuff in. 
And then you have Barnes and Noble. I, I Barnes and Noble for a while was my go-to place to get a lot of games. Yep. Uh, and then you know one of the stores in Houston, uh, it was kind of like a test store, and it had like a huge board game collection, and I, it, it 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 rivaled other uh, you know game stores that you know just focused on games. So it, it was really cool. I know so exactly it, it, what store you're talking about. I know exactly what store you're talking about in because. Houston? Yeah, I do because yeah. we um I worked with a distributor to put, you know, I ran the the gaming business at Upper Deck for like 6 years, so I had a lot okay. of opportunity with uh, you know, some a lot of the professionals around the industry and working with uh one in one particular distributor, uh we got into, you know, we got our Marvel stuff. And I mean, look, I worked on Marvel games. I mean, that was so much fun to begin with. But we got him into that right when Barnes and Noble was getting into gaming. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I know what story you're talking about because we put stuff in there as a test. And it's Copperfield. It's the one in Copperfield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, 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 like you said, you, 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 you framed it perfectly. It rivaled game stores. Yes, and it did. <laughs> it, it really that, did. That's where I got. And when they would have their sales, when 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 Barnes and Noble used to do their great sales, I was able to get. A brand new Terra, Terra Mystica for only thirty bucks, and I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god!" You know, because now you know the the uh, the up uh, what is that the expansion? That's like forty bucks, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm gonna pay more for the expansion than the regular <laughs> game. You know, <laughs> well, it's it's true, and I've I've uh, look, I'm not gonna lie, I've gone into Barnes and Noble locally and taken advantage of the uh, like, let's just say January sales. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And look, you know, when you can walk, I, I, I walked out of there a couple of years ago with like a pandemic legacy uh, season two. I think it was like eight dollars. <laughs> it was yes, like eight yes. bucks and it's a ninety dollar game. And I'm like, well, OK. That's I mean, right. I, I, I apologize to my, you know, you know, local game store, but I, you can't look. Those are good deals. You can't turn them away. And it's just more gaming. Just enjoy it. Yeah, it's well, more gaming. Yeah, more gaming. So. Is uh is Grant your your only son, or do you guys have more, or is he? Because he's the only person I've ever seen on the show. Well, uh, well, I, he's our he's our child, but then he's I have my only. Yeah, child. he's her only child, but I do have a daughter. Well, she's twenty one, but you know, from uh, you know, I have a, another daughter, but she's she's cool, named Sydney, and uh, she she's heavily a nerd too, nice. and she loves and she loves uh, you know, all things uh, comics and. Mm-hmm. She read books and stuff, but so she's and she's Star Wars too. So yeah, yep. it's and she really likes cool. Renfest. She last, loves Renfest. Last Renfest yes. we went to in Texas in 2018. She was with us. Yes. So yeah, she loves the the Renaissance. She loves all that mm-hmm. stuff too. Yeah. So I, I put that bug into all my kids. Mm-hmm. So, it yeah. sounds like you did it right, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good for you. I mean, again, you know, I'm I'm sitting here in my in my studio and I'm looking around and I. It's, you know, shelves and shelves and wall to wall of collectibles and action figures and Transformers and Star Wars. And, and, and believe me, don't get me started on Transformers, but that's, that's yeah. another thing yeah. that I am planting firmly in my children's DNA, um, you know, without question. And, you know, it's, it's, it's like, as they're growing up, I've like, we're watching the stuff I grew up watching and that is totally purposeful. Like that is a, that is a meaningful decision that was made when they were young. <laughs> I'm like, we're going to watch, you know, we're going to watch Voltron. We're going to watch Robotech. Yeah. We're going to yeah. watch Star Wars. We're going to watch Star Trek. We're going to do all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it is starting to show it. It, 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 it just speaks, you know, stands to reason 
that if you put that bug in their ear, they're just going to go like, yeah, this stuff's actually really cool. You know? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm very grateful for that. Well, let me ask you one more question. Okay. Um, because you both seem very, and, and the reason I'm going to ask you, this is something that people have asked me before. And, you know, for example, like it shows, um, you know, I'm very outgoing, very, uh, accommodating, um, very on. Right. But then when the show's over, I just want to go and be alone, you know, just kind of go and collapse and just be done. Um, you know, because working the shows are, they're, they're always very challenging, right? They're very taxing on you. So you guys seem like you, you are, you are on, you are on a lot. Is there times when you just like, like, I just want to shut down and just not, not be camera ready. What you see, that's us. We don't get a chance to shut down. Yeah. I don't know. Other things to do. Yeah. We, we never (laughs) shut down. That's just us. Yeah. I don't shut down. I just keep going. No, Sometimes I wish he would. I I don't shut down. I do not (laughs) shut down. No. Well, that's very impressive. (laughs) That's, that's very impressive then because like, there's just, you know, like there's just times that I'm like, okay, um, no more camera, no more interview. Uh, I just want to go back to my hotel and, uh, you know, play my switch and just you know, <laughs> read a book or I don't know, just not be around anyone. Um, yeah. well, look folks, uh, thank you very much for, you know, taking the time out of your schedule to, to hang out for an hour and, uh, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. yeah have fun. Have fun. We well, it was nice meeting you. <laughs> nice meeting you too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And hopefully, you know, if we do end up going to, uh, if I ever see you at a show, um, we will do a fist bump and not shake hands and we'll wear our masks. Yes, we will. I I can't wait to meet you. Can't wait to meet you. Well, same. I can't wait to meet you guys sometime. All right. I will. uh, That was uh, that was fun. Well, I will uh, talk to you guys soon. Do me a favor. Just don't hang up just yet. I'm going to play us out and then uh, we'll be over. All right.